Today's episode of Down to Dunk is brought to you by Central Bank. Strong roots, endless possibilities isn't just a statement. It is Central Bank's past and future. It is their successes and challenges. It is more than 110 years of service that spans across 140 plus locations. Strong roots, endless possibilities. That means that they're here for you. Learn more at centralbank.net, member FDIC. I'm Deontay Burton, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Hamadou Diallo. Hey, I'm Danilo Gallinari. I'm Chris Paul, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Luke Dort, and I'm down to Dort. What's Dort? I, I'm not going to lie. I don't know what that was. In English, bro. I'm Darius Baisley, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Shake Gilders Alexander. I'm Steven Adams. I'm Andre Robinson, and I'm down to dunk. Yeah. On you. We didn't get the episode number before the episode started of Down to <laughs> Dunk. I am Luke. Joined this morning by Andrew. Slam through. Taylor. I wonder what's inside your butthole. I wonder what's inside your butthole. Maybe it's astronauts. Maybe it's aliens all inside your butthole. What's inside your butthole? I always want to know. What's inside your butthole? I always want to know. Slam through. <laughs> and Alex. It's Alex. What's up, lords? <laughs> What's up, guys? Uh, so I wanted to uh, just see how you guys are feeling about the... Uh... <laughs> oh, my gosh, Taylor. So if you're live on YouTube with us, you get to see Taylor petting a horrifying dog. And if you're not there, you can go watch it on YouTube. Just search Down to Dunk and hit subscribe. Like and subscribe. Uh, okay, I want to see what you guys were thinking about the uh, <laughs> the NBA season potentially picking back up, games potentially being played again because teams are starting to open up their practice facilities again in a limited way. They have to. So, Sham Sharania of The Athletic just tweeted moments before we started that they'll be taking guys temperatures as they go into the practice facility and if they're above 99.1 they won't be allowed to come in so that's like that's a low bar one of the criteria yeah yeah so they're being very cautious but (laughs) so there will be minor news like that trickling in over the next week or so but um i don't know uh how you guys are feeling about the NBA season potentially continuing and there potentially being an NBA champion for the 2019-20 season? You mean you're asking us uh, in terms of our positivity or negativity? Yeah, where are you at? Where are you at right now? Just uh, taking your temperature. Hmm. Ooh, taking my temperature. Wow. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, wow. That was good. I, I honestly am still with 50-50. I, every single day there's... <laughs> I read one thing that makes me feel better, and then I'll read uh, at least one thing that makes me feel worse. I do feel like if something is going to come back to normal, it will be these uh, very rich organizations that have a lot of options available to them and have a lot of interested parties at getting back to normal. So I, I like trust that they'll get back to normal quicker than like the bar down my street. So... 
I could, maybe I'll do fifty one forty nine. I'm I'm a little I feel a little bit worse about it than Alex. I, I guess um, my worry is that if I do I do agree with Alex that big rich corporations and uh, things like NBA teams can get it can get the testing can do all this stuff to make everything work and get it to where everyone's safe. What I'm worried about is if that happens and it's like, look, we're doing it. Everything's safe. I think that gives some people a false sense of security and be like, yeah, NBA's back. Life's back to normal. Everything's ready. And then people don't social distance. People don't, you know, wear masks. People don't do the things they need to do. Meanwhile, at Kong's Tavern. Meanwhile, everyone goes out to (laughs) Kong's Tavern. And then my worry is once these things start opening up in like states that like Oklahoma and like, you know, Texas, like Georgia. Name all of them. Here, I'm not. (laughs) But here in about, you know, because it takes, you know, up to 14 days to get to show symptoms that here in about 14 days stuff's going to start rising again. Uh, infection rates are going to go up and all the work we've done over the past 60 some odd days is going to be deleted and we're going to be back where we were two months ago. It's a fun little experiment we're doing. Yeah. So, I did guess. you say how you feel about the NBA coming back? I, yeah, feel, what the- I, I feel, I think it can, but I'm worried <laughs> of what that's going to do. Like okay. Alex said. Yeah. And so, you know, is it worth it? Uh, I don't know. Let me put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it. I don't know yet. <laughs> give, give him a second. Let him put his thing down. <laughs> I don't know. So, I mean, it would be good to have, you know, it would be good to have sports to watch. I'd like it. I'd watch it. But I think it's bad if it gets everyone a false sense of security. God, it would be so much fun. If they, if they did a bubble thing, like a, a Disney World bubble thing, and we could actually fun. like watch games and talk about games. I'd love that. <laughs> It'd be amazing. <laughs> oh. Taylor, how are you feeling about it? Um, I feel pessimistic about it until I remember or until I hear someone talk about, hey, you know that there's like a huge amount of money that would be left on the table. And then when it comes back to that, I'm like, okay, they're going to figure it out because greed always gets what it wants. So Tillman I, I is think on the case. Tillman, dude. Tillman could lose his whole life if they don't get this this train back mm, on the rails. He, he disagrees. Yeah, he gave Till- a he gave an interview. He said he is doing great. He's <laughs> never going to sell the rockets. Nothing. I've never will- been better. <laughs> uh, actually, actually, this has actually been great for me. Uh, I'm actually making more money. <laughs> never been better. Rockets never been better. Harden's ready to go. Definitely not fattening in the in the virtual strip clubs right now. <laughs> so that's what i feel about it this is where it's kind of nice to like i know oklahoma city's ownership group is like a ton of people mm-hmm. and that at, at times like this that makes me feel better than if it was just a single guy and you're resting all of the future of the franchise on his oh, finances right <laughs> yeah it's very true even though all of the guys involved in the Oklahoma City franchise are probably involved in oil and gas, which there's some the there's some more diversity within it than that. There, are, there are, yeah, there. Are, from what I hear, they're 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 fine. 
Who, name them, Andrew. Name them Drop and tell the us how much money they have and give us their bank accounts. Okay, hold on just a second. Thank nope. you. Uh, hey, Taylor, you might want to watch out for your, your sounds. You're making lots of like noisy sounds when other people are talking. Um, okay. Just how he rolls. Yeah, I think the thing that, that gives me hope for a potential NBA champion for this year is that they just have a lot. They have time. Like there's a lot of time on their side right now because the ownership, the, the owners of the of the NBA teams are willing to push <laughs> next season back to December. Yeah, and so I, I mean, if they push that back, then I I think they're going to figure out a way to make it happen. Most likely without fans. Who knows if it is in a bubble concept or not? But I think that they're gonna. I I would be I would be a little surprised if they did not figure out a way to get it done. It would be cool. Mm-hmm. It's like that Disney World idea is awesome. It's like uh, the I think it was the UFC wanted to buy an island and have uh, like a pay per view <laughs> on an island, which is like the which is like the story of Mortal Kombat, which is awesome. I think if they can do it, I would I would like it. I'll watch it. If David Stern was the commissioner, I would my uh, belief in this coming back would be like seventy five percent. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. The PR battle is a big one, and one that I think that the NBA cares way more about than any other professional league. But you know, um, wrestling, professional wrestling, has gone on without this and, and done kind of bubble a bubble thing. Mm-hmm. The WWE is basically in their performance center, and the uh, AEW is basically in the the uh, Jaguar, the Jacksonville Jag. Is that right? The Jaguars facility. Um, and they've been able to do it and they test all their people and they're fine. And they just have their wrestlers there watching. Yeah. And uh, so it's kind of gives them an idea how to do it, I guess, safely. Um, yeah. I've been surprised that like golf hasn't been able to figure it out yet. Cause it seems like things like golf, where if you don't have any fans and you're just golfing, <laughs> like you're already six feet away from people most of the time anyways. Yeah. Seems like they would be able to figure that one out. Yeah, yeah. They were saying like you wouldn't even need a caddy, and the golfers are like, "No, we need caddies. We can't not have caddies." He's like, "What are you got? What are golfers? Uh, golf clubs heavy, Taylor." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, golf yourself. is the easiest one, and if they can't figure it out, but so, Andrew, you're so right. Like they spend so much time on their reputation and being on the progressive side of of mm-hmm. issues. And so, yeah, I mean, the WWE is not, <laughs> does it surprise anyone that they were like the first ones like, ah, we'll just do this and keep they it rolling. Stopped. They never stopped. It also yeah. doesn't surprise us that UFC was the one who was like, hey, we're going to yeah. create a murder island. Yes. Everyone's just on <laughs> brand and the NBA, <laughs> NBA has to stay on their brand. Mm-hmm. I like how the NFC brand and the NFL is just like kind of ignoring everything. Like they released their schedule today. Like, oh, yeah. oh, we're just <laughs> pushing seems, forward. Yep. Just it's going to be fine by fall. Fine. Everything will be great. Yep. And who, I mean, honestly, nobody knows. I mean, to, no one knows. To pretend that you know. You know, you know who I listened to last night that was on a show that was talking about, he was talking about restaurants coming back. And it was the smartest I've heard someone talk about the restaurant industry and how they'll come back and what it was. Nate like. Duncan. No. Dave it was, Chang. It was John Taffer. John Taffer was on uh, uh, from Bar yesterday and from Bar Rescue. And he was hearing him talk about it. I was like, oh, he's going to come on and be like screaming like, uh, you know, like he has a show. But it was like he was really, really, really smart about it. 
and uh, broke it down like how they come back. And the background of his home was just he was in the bar of his home, and there was thousands of bottles of liquor <laughs> behind him. It was phenomenal. <laughs> it sounds really smart. I what did I he say? What I mean, you didn't basically tell us what he, he said. said you just there's going to be there's you have to for the restaurants to come back. They can't just snap and say we're open and everyone yeah. comes back like it was that's not going to work right basically it's going to break down into thirds there's going to be a third of people that when you open they come back and they're going to they're ready to they're ready there's a third of people that are wait and see mm-hmm. and they are going to wait and see how that first group goes make sure everything's right and then they'll come back and then the third group is not coming back until there is um, a vaccine and everything's done mm-hmm. and so basically that's how it will do and the main thing that restaurants can do to show is that they need to show safety they need to show cleanliness that's going to be the same thing because if you had a place and it has your favorite burger but you don't have that trust that they're safe you're not going to go there you're going to go to the place the second favorite burger that you know is going by all the things that you trust that is doing things by the book mm-hmm. i thought that was you know Really well thought out and probably right. I mean, he knows the industry, obviously. But, and um, what is your second favorite burger? My second favorite burger, <laughs> I would guess, um, is, I don't know, Carl's Jr., maybe. Second Jr. favorite. What's, What's your, your first favorite? favorite? I, don't, I, I don't have a favorite burger. I don't, I don't, oh, I, I, stop. You don't have stop. a favorite burg? I don't yes, know. Do. I, I like the Republic Gastro Pub burger with the egg on it. There you go. That's good. That's, That's a, good a great burger. That's something. That's a good, burger. good job. That's a good burger. If you're bored in the house, bored in the house, bored, why not spend some time on yourself? Our sponsor today, Manscaped, is here to make sure you're well-groomed above and below the belt. Manscaped promotes clean hygiene when it comes to shaving. Thanks to their lawnmower 3.0. Luke, tell me about the 3.0. Baby, the 3.0 is here, and I and I've never been smoother. I thought Jay was doing this part. <laughs> Keep going. Here's the deal about the 3.0 is we got an incredible gift basket from the our friends at Manscaped. You got a basket? It came, it came with everything. Sorry, I got a basket. You all probably got an Amazon or a uh, cardboard box. <laughs> so here's the deal: is what you got in it is you got the 3.0, which is the top of the line when it comes to below the belt grooming. There's no product that I would trust more than that. But here's the other thing is they also have products that are going to change your life. Crop preserver an anti-chafing deodorant and moisturizer, not feeling too great downstairs. Just spray a little spritz on it, rub a little bit into it. You're going to be feeling good. You're going to be smelling good and set up for the rest of your day. And here's the deal. If you subscribe to the perfect package, you get new replacement blades for your lawnmower delivered to your door every three months, making sure your trimmer is always fresh and clean. It's the perfect package for your package. So do yourself a favor and always use the right tools for the job. Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0. Do it. Now, hold on, Jay. Now, Jay, what would you say to someone and I'm not saying myself, but let's say I have a friend who's using kitchen scissors down there. What would you say to that guy? It's, it is, you are living dangerously. And why would you put yourself in such a difficult position when there's something so good 
just waiting for you out there in Manscaped. Now, Jay, now, Jay, again, not talking about myself, but let's say I have a friend and he's out there using hedge clippers down there. You know, he's got a forest. What would you say say to that guy? I would say that there is a potential bigger problem going on with him. But also, I would say that there is nothing too major that the Manscaped 3.0 can't take care of. Hey, right now you can get 20% off and free shipping if you use the code the athletic that's just one word the athletic at manscaped.com that's 20 percent off with free shipping at manscaped.com use the code the athletic for a limited one time word. you can get two free gifts you get the shed travel bag 39 dollars value and the patented high performance anti-chafing manscaped boxer briefs you guys worn those yet I haven't. I've worn the shirt. Yep. They're great. The shirt is beautiful. It is good. Uh, so go to manscaped.com today and use the code THEATHLETIC. Okay, let's answer some, some Twitter questions. First question from at King: Is Thibodeau, Van Gundy, or D'Antoni the best Houston coach choice to complete the Thunder's master rebuild plan? Um, I think it's Thibodeau. For for OKC's plan now, I've been I've been following Rockets Twitter recently because they've been talking a lot about this. It seems that like it's kind of just a foregone conclusion that D'Antoni is going to be gone, yeah. Unless let's say they come back and in some like weird playoff system, the Rockets end up winning the championship or maybe mm-hmm. getting to the Western Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. Uh, outside of that, the impression is that D'Antoni is gone. And the two leading candidates are Thibodeau and Jeff Van Gundy. Now, Jeff Van Gundy, I kind of, I would have liked the idea from OKC's perspective as yeah. him being like the uh, John Gruden, who basically has been out of basketball for over a decade and then decides to come back as the savior, but hasn't like adapted at all. The, the problem is that Jeff Van Gundy has been coaching these U.S. Olympic teams, like the under. 21 teams or whoever it is yeah and apparently he's done well there so i'm a little i'm a little more scared of that i don't know if i should be but i'm worried that if they do bring in jeff van gundy he'll be like a little bit better because his mo when he was with the knicks was that he was really good at like managing egos yeah and that's basically what they need right now whereas i don't think that that is tom thibodeau's forte this certainly wasn't his forte with jimmy butler Mm mm-hmm he did bring on Samaj to that team, by the way. That he coached. what team? To that young team, to the G League select team or whatever. <laughs> well, so did Sam Presti. I know. It's a problem. <laughs> it's a huge problem. He loved he loves how hard he played defense, Andrew. JPG's still about playing hard defense. But yeah, that's all I gotta say about that. I think that really any of those I mean, if I were a rock, I mean, if you're a Rockets fan, I wouldn't really want any of those guys. It's so funny how like Thibodeau, he leaves the Bulls, he's out of basketball, I think for at least a year, and there's all these stories about he's going to visit all of these training camps, all these practices of all these other NBA teams. He's like refined. It's the new Tibbs. He's learned all these <laughs> new things, and then he goes to Minnesota, and he's like the exact same guy he was in Chicago. He's like, Todd Gibson, get over here. You're a power forward. 
Like I was reading that tanking to the top and it has like a special section about Jimmy Butler in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And I had forgotten that like in the five games prior to Jimmy Butler eventually being traded, he was being played like 40 minutes a game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he would. I mean, right now, I mean, honestly, if you're a Rockets fan, I know they're not satisfied with D'Antoni. Like keep D'Antoni. I mean, he's gotten Westbrook who has never volunteered to rest in his entire career to rest on back-to-backs this year. I mean, that's an achievement in itself. And he got him to stop shooting threes. So we're going to bring in Tom Thibodeau, who's going to play him 42 minutes a game, every game, and essentially end Russ's career prematurely. Yeah. That that does not sound very exciting to me. I, I don't know why they're... Well, I, I don't know why they're unhappy with D'Antoni. He's seems it seems to be a good thing. I don't think they're going to find anything better. Because um, they haven't won. Because they haven't won at the highest level with him is why. Yeah, but it's hard when it's been going against you know Golden State when they've been so 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 good. You know that's yeah. I don't know if that's fair, but Thibodeau's um, just going to run all of them. You know Westbrook and Harden into the ground. Yeah. He's also, just, I don't. I just don't get the idea of firing a coach because he hasn't proved enough yet. Who almost got you to the finals if it weren't for a Chris Paul injury, but and and did a lot with Steve Nash and stuff too. But I don't understand the idea of firing him and then hiring another coach who also has not achieved enough. It <laughs> like right. what you fired yeah. Antonio and then bring in Tibbs. Yeah, There's it's not like, like bringing in like Phil Jackson as like. Yeah, this. it's like who are they going to bring in that they yeah. know is better than D'Antoni? Yeah, guys like that get fired all the time though in the league. But yeah, those the solution, the Van Gundy Thibodeau solution seems hilarious at best. Uh, okay, Allen underscore Miller twelve. How at Suk Levens? How do you like the challenge this season? <clears throat> the challenge, Taylor. Are you watching the challenge this season? It's so so good because they made one crucial change. Hey, before you before you get into it, you explain to people like me what the challenge what the challenge is. So it used to be the real world road rules challenge. So it used to be people from road rules, people first from real world in a challenge together, doing physical, mental puzzles, things. Uh, And at the end, there's a winner. So now, now there's like Sudoku. They were doing Sudoku, like Sudoku, like Sudoku. They literally yeah, but in their mind, just like Sudoku's. Cool, cool. cool. Um, now, now since real world and road rules really aren't this aren't there, they bring in like they brought in someone from The Bachelor. They brought in people from Big Brother. They brought in people from Survivor. Um, who'd they bring in from Bachelor? Um, this guy he got. He, there's only been one. He got kicked off the first episode. He was oh, not okay. very good. I, I think his know, name so. was like probably Ben. Most likely. Um, I can tell you, I can't remember who it was because he got kicked off the first episode. He lost uh, at elimination. So, but, so normally, if you survive in the game, you run the final, the finals are really hard. And then if you win, you win like a million dollars. Well, this season, they've made a huge change in that you have to win in elimination and get, and if you win, you get like a red skull on your helmet. If you, you must win an elimination to get into the final which is it changes the game in a, in a really, really big way and makes it to where people that could skate by and use their political savvy to never have to go in now wouldn't run a final. 
so it's very 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 good and uh i'm really 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 liking it i have a question about that really quick sure how do so then does it become part of your strategy to get yourself in an elimination but you would like tank so like say someone from the other team and you're like oh i would face that person in elimination okay i'm gonna tank out right here and get in that kind of there i think there are some players that don't it's first time they've done it so i think there are some players that don't really understand how important it is to get in and get it because they put in rookies so you want to go in against someone weak (laughs) classic survivor that everyone fresh meat um so yeah some people are are accusing others of throwing challenges to get into the elimination to get the skull (laughs) so it's added another like layer of gameplay to it it's very very i'm about to jump i'm about to hop on in Jeez, yeah it sounds like an onion just peeling back all those layers I love. it really is good it's on wednesdays on mtv it's very very good and it is it is a sport so they, MTV is. is not just playing music videos anymore. It sounds like they've got some other program. <laughs> they have just changed kind of recently. Now, cool. now MTV is basically just the challenge on Wednesdays and then the show Ridiculousness. That's the only <laughs> I can't thing believe that's, that's still on. going. It's the only show that's ever on. I guess it's just it's just AFV though for MTV people. Well, there was a guy. There was a guy on Twitter, uh, Shrillist, who said that he worked at MTV when Prince died. And they did all of this like Prince programming, like playing his old music videos and everything. And their ratings tanked, and so they <laughs> so they just had to put back on ridiculousness. Yeah. People, literally, that's the only thing is ridiculousness. That's the only thing that plays. <sighs> they don't that? even re- they don't even reshow the challenge. They, if you miss it when the challenge is on and you don't record it, they never replay it. Wow, that's like old school. Yeah, you have to get it on. I had to find. Get on MTV.com and you have to sign up for like all this stuff. And wow, it's very difficult. That's like uh, NBA back in the seventies on tape delay. Look at you, Luke. <laughs> oh, it's, it's good. Trying to get your challenge fix. I got to. It's it's good. You you should watch one and see if you like it. It it literally it's great television. The cool thing is, Alex, like you have contestants that are repeating year after year after year, and so you have like all these different storylines and characters that you now yeah. know, like Johnny Bananas. Yeah, and Johnny Bananas has been on it for like at least 10 years, probably more than that. More than that, I think. So it's like his job. Yeah, it it's really his job. Because I've been wanting to get into a, a rea- reality TV show because I don't watch any. And my, my leading candidate was going to be 90 Day Fiance, but it sounds like you guys are thinking the challenge. <laughs> challenge is pretty good. And also this season of Survivor is really good. <laughs> Really? Have you been listening to the uh, the No Dunks guys? They're big Survivor fans. They have a Survivor recap show every week now. Oh, really? No, I don't. On The Athletic. Because the, uh, the thing about Survivor this year is it's the 40th season, and it's, oh winners at, it's winners at war. So there's 20 contestants, and each one of them has won a season of Survivor. So there's, wow. not, a, so there's not a bad player in there, and it's, it's pretty high-level gameplay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Andrew? Hello. Hey, great to see you guys. Uh, okay, question from at Pro Crier. Chris Paul turned 35. Does Jay think all of Chris Paul's favorite music artists sound the same? Jay can't even <laughs> answer for himself here. Uh, at Winskill, 1969. Top five most out of shape players when the NBA resumes. Jokic is obviously number one. Definitely. Jokic, oh, you got to throw Harden in there. PJ Tucker. Dion. Oh, Dion. 
Uh, I don't know, man. He's been skating. I was going to say, he's doing a lot of roller skating. Really? Oh, yes. You're not seeing him on no, his Instagram? Oh, you've got to. It is a treat. <laughs> I feel like You'd it love will it, be, like... there will be some really funny ones from players from bad teams, like players who are already out of the playoffs. Yeah. Who at this point probably figure, oh, it's over. No big deal. Like it's DeMarcus Cousins may never play in the league again. That is so crazy. John Wall, John Wall's trying to be too fat to even sit on the bench. <laughs> it would just be too shocking for for fans to see. John Wall is like is in good shape right now. Hey, speaking of Demarcus Cousins, uh, Andrew, I know you don't listen to Dunked On, but they had a a show where they did the worst, the best, and worst decisions of the last five years for every team in the NBA. Okay. And I was wondering what you guys thought the worst Thunder decision. I'm not going to tell you what they said, but off the top of your head, what would you th- say is the worst decision made by the Thunder in the last five years? So this is going five back years. to like 2015-16, so like Katie's last year. Yeah, I mean, is it? Uh, well, it does, it's whatever you want it to be. Probably trading for Mello. See, I, th- I think it's the Mello trade as well. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Ronnie Price, I do think, is a terrible decision, but it's, it, it's, it ultimately didn't mean a it's ton. It's a back-breaking kind of deal. It's a Danny LaRue throw his hands up in the air kind of decision. Yeah. The other one they brought up, though, was matching the Ennis Cantor offer, which I think is an interesting one because, obviously, as Thunder fans, you know, we remember that 2016 series against the Spurs when – you know, having Adams and Cantor on the floor at the same time was like a huge deal. Yeah. But ultimately, it didn't mean anything. Like mm-hmm. they lost; they didn't make the finals. So who cares? And I, I do, I, I don't remember the cap situation enough to know if they hadn't matched that offer to Cantor, could they have gotten other pieces? No. I mean, they're over the cap. I mean, at the time, I know what the number like, one is. I mean, you can't. I mean, that one. Essentially, if you don't resign Cantor, the the Thunder don't have Dennis Schroeder today. Right. Which, by the way, was they did bring it up again. As a bad one? Yeah. I I don't know how you could watch him this year and think is a bad one. Yeah, I, I, I thought we had kind of moved past that. I mean, there's just... There's no... There's no way. I mean, he's been... He, he will be in the top three of the six men of the year. How could you... I mean... It's it's ridiculous. This is why I don't listen to them. Like their opinions are are just absurd. I know what the number one is. What? Steve's contract. They actually did bring up Steve's contract. It, it was it's weird though because it's more of like a 2020 hindsight thing because yeah. at the time it was 2016. Like every other team, we thought the cap was going to continue rising at a level that it wouldn't matter that mm-hmm. you gave. Stephen Adams, $25 million a year. Um, and it turns out that paying Evan Turner and <laughs> like Lul <laughs> Deng and Timothy, Timothy Mozgov, like you would, that turned out to be a really bad thing for a lot of teams. Uh, so I, I don't know. Like it, it did hamstring them in some ways, but like obviously, if you don't have Steve, you have to have someone there. Yeah. Well, I mean, what's their suggestion? <laughs> I mean, I, those guys are ridiculous. I mean, they're just straight up. 
What about the best move? Because I disagreed with both of them. Like one of them picked the Westbrook trade as the best move. One of them picked the Paul George to the Clippers trade as the best move. And I felt like the Paul George original trade was the best move of the last five years. I mean, it was good. It just didn't, obviously, if you're using hindsight results and what you would have wanted for the franchise. I mean, I think the Paul George trade to the Clippers is probably the best one. Yeah. Yeah. That that original Paul George trade was such a gamble because they were kind of locked into Westbrook at that point Mm -hmm. because he had signed the extension at that point. They knew they only had him for a year with Paul George. And they traded away their best assets, which we didn't realize at the time, but they traded away two all-stars yeah. for Paul George. Could the, move be, could the move be re-signing Paul George is the best move? Or Does the that, surge trade? Because I think re-signing him is something that no one thought we could do and they were able to pull it off, and which led to the trade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with those ones, it's kind of like LeBron going to the Lakers. It's like how big of a role did Sam Presti actually have in Paul George deciding to resign? I don't know. I mean, he had to sell sell him basically on the yeah. fact that, like, hey, try this again. If it doesn't work, I will send you where you want to go. Yeah. I think, I mean, I, I would say it's that. It's a big one. I think the Ibaka one is huge, too. And all of these, everything we're talking about the is Paul George. Trick. Yeah, everything we're yeah. talking about is linked. So I mean, it's just like a series of moves. Yeah, that. Yeah. Or you can go with just a straight Sam Presti pwn on the Bulls. That Bulls trade. They actually did bring up that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a. I mean, that was just really, really bad on the Bulls part. Bloody bad. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Uh, this is all to say that I think Joel Embiid will be the most out of shape player returning. <laughs> That's good, a good, answer. good answer. Good answer. If you were to guess on average, how many days people in the U S have to wait to see a doctor? What would you say a week? Maybe actually on average, people have to wait around 29 days to see a doctor in major U S cities, basically a month. If you're dealing with a condition like erectile dysfunction, you want to treat that ASAP. That's why our friends at Roman have spent years building a digital platform that can connect you with a doctor licensed in your state, all from the comfort of your home. Roman makes it convenient to get your treatment that you need on your schedule. Just grab your phone or computer, complete a free online visit, and you'll hear back from a U.S. licensed physician within 24 hours. If the doctor decides that treatment is right for you, Roman's Pharmacy can ship your medication to you with free two-day shipping. You also get free unlimited follow-ups with your doctor anytime that you have questions or you just want to adjust your treatment plan. With Roman, there are no commitments and you can cancel anytime. So if you've struggled with ED, go to getroman.com forward slash down to dunk for a free online visit and free two-day shipping. That's getroman.com forward slash down to dunk for a free online visit and free two-day shipping. Uh, let's see at trust the void as entertaining as it has been, how many more trivia competitions can your group's friendship take? Well, that's a good question. Cause it has gotten pretty contentious over these last couple weeks. I feel like week to week, you know, the teams that are there's infighting kind of changes. So obviously this week 
Taylor and Jay are kind of looking at themselves in the mirror, taking a long time. They they were texting me today, going over some of their biggest mistakes, <laughs> and they were mistakes. I mean, Hulka Hulka burning fudge. They were so close, and that would have been a five hundred pointer. Yeah, loonies, Alex. The lo- I got five on it. I mean, you guys could have gone into that second round only down four hundred. It would have been it would have been something else. Photo finish, but uh, I'm just saying this is what's happening is that. Uh, Jay and Taylor re- don't trust each other, and me and Andrew have never been stronger. He trusts me. I feel like he trusts me. That's true. And that's given. That's empowered me. <laughs> that's been the goal. Also, decisions. I think also what helped them a lot this last week was having like three categories that they were experts in in some regard. Hey, okay, you, Jay and I had no chance. Okay, you first got of all, to pick your category. L- please let Jay. Us. Yeah, and Alex changed them. No, I didn't. Jay suggested. Uh, he wanted re- early '90s rap music. I gave it to him, yep. and he suggested Shaquille O'Neal. Why would you do that? That's what he gave me. And then you suggested The Office, which they did really well at. And then you said rap and metal. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't I was know what thinking, that meant. I told you asked me what I meant, and I told you what I meant because I was no, like, you sent I got me a, a picture of a, a guy, a metal, some guy. random <laughs> metal guy. <laughs> <laughs> so a robot man so yeah, i didn't know if some... you meant like new metal like you wanted all rap metal <laughs> oh like i wanted just corn questions dude. <laughs> yeah you can't you can't complain because me and andrew did not put topics forward yeah i know and you guys got like the best the most perfect topics for yourselves so basically you're complaining about yourself that you gave yeah. bad topics no, I'm complaining that Jay and I actually did what we discussed doing, and we got hurt by it. I would have done. Guys I would have done. I would have done cereal, for sure. Would have no, done I would have done something sure. video games. And Alex, then, but you us. didn't. I mean, I mean, you didn't. You didn't do it. Alex gave you. A would week. you? you would you be it. complaining if you didn't lose so badly? Yeah. And you're only uh, down one week. I mean, no. What would I complain about if we won? Exactly. Okay. Who complains when they win? Uh-huh. <laughs> so silly. <laughs> you guys are drunk. You guys are drunk on success. You don't even know what reality is, and that's going to be your downfall. Yep, that will be our downfall. Been, I, I would argue Alex has been fair because I, I, with my answer of Wolf of Wall Street, you won. Not give it to me because yeah. of the Wolf of Wall Street, and you guys well, got that. Well, true. yeah, but you yeah. got. I got so five on it. Yeah, he's being fair. So basically, our friendship is going to end next week. <laughs> is the answer to the question? Is yeah, that, it's definitely it's, not lasting six more weeks. No, this is it's it's going to come crashing down. I'm just going to do solo pods. I'm just, the rest of I just I just think it's going to get down to like the wire to where like <laughs> the last one we're going to be like at each other's throats. Yeah, NBA, please let's figure this out. Let's figure out we're the bubble. Back. We need America to get more testing so that. Down to dunk and continue. Uh, okay. What's the best spoon? This is from at Glazing Consumed. Teaspoon. Big spoon. Tea- Will you let me finish, Taylor? L- little spoon, actually. <laughs> I'll wait. The band. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> teaspoon, soup spoon, dessert spoon to use for each. Cereal, peanut butter, a.k.a. yogurt. Or ice cream. <laughs> okay, 
here's my favorite spoon. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the spoon? It came in some cereals, like when we were growing up. Yeah. It hooked on your finger and like wrapped around your finger and had a spoon at the end. And when you got it in the milk, it changed colors. Yeah. Best spoon. You would use that today? Uh, yeah, if I ate cereal, but I, it was a good spoon. Okay. Had so Better much cereal spoon. Did you use the spoon that was also spoon. a straw. Because then you, but it was, it is, it's kind of unnatural to eat like this, but I got used to it. I, I ate with it. Yeah, I, I feel like the big spoons are, are, are getting a little too big. So I, I most of the time use a, a smaller spoon. Even with soups? Uh, Yeah, I just, I can't fit that big spoon in my mouth. I'm like a big ladle of soup, just. <laughs> You're using a ladle? <laughs> no, but just a big ladle, like that's how big the spoon is. I like a big spoon. Yeah, I'm... you open you open Luke's uh, utensil drawer, and it's just all ladles no, in ladles. one part. I prefer a small spoon with soup, a teaspoon, so I have to eat it like this. Isn't a teaspoon like a normal size spoon? Is a teaspoon a what? A normal size spoon? No, teaspoons tiny. Yeah, they're little baby spoons. A little tiny. Spoon. Yeah, they're for tea, Andrew. Jeez, it's a, it's get it together. A, they're for literally only stirring your tea. It's a unit, <laughs> it's a unit of measurement. Honestly, you can be arrested if you use them for anything else. <laughs> it's immoral. I used to be into bigger spoons. Now I'm 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 dialing it back a little bit. Really? Did you yeah. did you guys ever have the uh, cereal bowls when you were younger that had the uh, straw built in? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like that because I would just dump out the milk afterwards. I was never drinking my milk. In oh, the you first didn't? Place. I drank. I would drink the milk if it was a uh, Count Chocula, the chocolate milk at the end. Good. Mm-hmm. Andrew, do you currently drink your milk? Yeah, it depends. It depends on the day. Wow. Today, drank it. <laughs> I I don't. I can't drink enough milk to to own to buy milk. I wish you just stopped back. right there. I can't drink enough milk. I can't drink enough milk to to get milk because it goes bad. Which like, cereal do you think produces the best milk? Cookie Crisp. Uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I would say Count Chocula. Wow. Varied opinions. Uh, Apple Jacks makes good milk, man. Apple milk. Uh, I, just can't, I, I don't like Apple just Jacks. Hits different. It, I just don't get why you like it because it doesn't taste like apple. Hey, business idea. What if we came out with a line of milks that was already had the cereals like soaking in them? This is a thing. It is? Oh, it yeah. is? Yeah, it's very, very oh, yeah. much a thing. Oh, yeah. All over the what, country. What's it called? What? Yeah, for sure. What's it called? It's called cereal milks. Yeah, it's all over the place. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm like at the gas I'm station? Serious. Yeah. It loves? What the, <laughs> the heck you say? I'm serious. Do I'm a, looking it up right now. On Google. Yeah. This is this has been a thing for a while. Mm, I don't see Quick anything trip? on Amazon. Been a thing. Are you typing in cereal milks? Yeah, I typed in cereal milk. Uh, we've answered this question, but out of respect for Bangalope, we'll answer it again. Uh, the best version of a Reese's treat. Uh, well, what are the options? You got classic, classic, mini, miniature, egg, egg. To me, egg is the best. Well, huh? I would tree. say egg is the best. No. Egg or tiny, tree. Tiny miniature is the best. Oh, give me a break. What? Yeah. 
That's it's the perfect. It's, it's the perfect. worst. It's the worst, in my opinion. It's the worst. Yeah, it's the worst. The one. heck you say? No, it's the best. <laughs> Too much chocolate. You pop, you can pop each one in their mouth. Yeah, that's the worst. Still good, but the worst. Huh? I, I like would a, say egg is the worst. How is it the worst? Yeah, too it much, is the worst. There's too much. There's too much peanut butter. Not enough. Not enough chocolate. Well, I like. I like <laughs> a lot of peanut butter. Wow. Hey, I was just thinking of this. Have you guys ever made a deconstructed uh, Reese's peanut butter cup? What do you mean? Like, just get two squares of chocolate and put peanut butter in between them. Would it taste good? <laughs> I bet it would taste good. <laughs> I mean, peanut butter chocolate always good, right? You know, and as good. I think the te- the consistency of the chocolate is very important. Yeah. Because the Reese's chocolate is kind of it's not a hard chocolate. I mean oh, it it's smooth. Mine is because I put it in the refrigerator. That's different. It Just it's different. Taylor, That's what's your good. favorite? Uh, I'm a pieces man, to be honest. But Gross. I'm with with my candy though. I like M and M's. I like things that I can have like one or two at a time. And I make this bag last a long oh, time. Oh, yeah. I love know? eating one M&M at a time. <laughs> I'm serious. Like a but I don't get normal person. M&M's. That's psycho, beha- that's psycho behavior. That is. That's psycho behavior. <laughs> <laughs> that's psycho behavior. That's psycho behavior. That's psycho behavior. behavior. That's psycho behavior. <laughs> eating <laughs> one M&M. Hey. Oh. That's like that's I, honestly. All, I did not say that, Alex. Said yes, that. you did. You you, you said, said I'm a serial two. killer. I eat one M M&M and M at a time. <laughs> that's psycho behavior. That's psycho behavior. That's psycho crazy behavior. though. That is crazy. One, that is hey, really crazy. I'm oh oh. I just like a little sweet. I'll have a single M and M. I'll allow myself one M and M. I want one M. <laughs> it's almost too sweet for me. I wish Listen, I could have yeah. half. You know what I do with M and M minis? Those I dump the whole thing in my mouth. Dude, M and M minis. You got it. That's a one buy. Who buys those? Seriously. When was the last time you bought M and M minis? I just eat them individually. One M and M mini at a time. (laughs) It lasts a long time. I just want a single M and M mini. (laughs) Hey, speaking of uh, serial killers, did you guys? uh, Did I ever tell you guys that my dad, he his best friend in elementary school, was this guy named Leo Burt. And Leo Burt eventually bombed the University of Wisconsin at Madison oh, uh, when my. he was older because he was a crazy guy. And oh. uh, when he was younger, he used to kill flies and he had a journal where he would draw every single fly body one by one that he would kill. That is... So that's kind of like eating one M&M at a time is what I'm saying. No, that's psycho behavior. <laughs> that's psycho behavior. If I if you would have walked in my office and told me that, I'd say that's psycho behavior. <laughs> I said on out of here. If I catch my son with a book, I'm gonna say, son, is that your fly journal? <laughs> that's psycho behavior. You can't stay in this house. All right, I can't do any more, Taylor. Um, at Sebo, Utah. That's movie good in like psycho behavior. <laughs> at Sebo, Utah wants to know the best Doritos flavor. I have it. Taylor, what? what do you think? I just like straight up nacho cheese. Well, it's nacho cheesy. Well, cool, I like original. I'm, I'm Cool Ranch. Cool yeah, Ranch. I, I would definitely say Cool Ranch. What about Cooler Ranch? Cool Ranch. Cool well, ranch. and don't sleep on the uh, sweet Thai chili. Hey, have you guys ever bought yeah. any of those individually wrapped hot chips, like the ghost pepper chips? Oh, no. What? No, individually, individually wrapped, wrapped chips. 
Like yeah, one yeah. chip? Like there's like a one chip challenge where you have to eat one spicy chip. I've seen Shaq do it. Yeah. I don't like I that. One have, chip, Andrew. I have too much respect for my bottom. That would, no, that you would, don't. That no, would, you <laughs> don't. We heard it. <laughs> Yeah, that we, would that, that would hurt. That has never been the case in your whole life. <laughs> you liar! You liar! Would hurt. Would hurt. You have zero respect. <laughs> I have so much respect. Yeah. <laughs> it would it would burn. It's so bad. Burn going in. Burn coming out. Uh, spicy nacho is a great Doritos flavor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alex, well, is that is that shit? not the original one? Spicy nacho. I no. think that's just not- what the original. The cheese one's called. It's just no, called it's nacho, nacho cheese. Cheesier. Yeah, nacho cheese. Nacho cheese, cool ranch. Those are the original. What the heck? <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> okay, this is a basketball question, so get ready. At Fluky, which team would have the most wins? The one with both trades. The one with Russ only rush trade only or the one with the pg trade only so imagine the team today as it is or a team that has russell westbrook shea um yeah. gallinari stephen adams those guys or a team that has chris paul and paul george and stephen adams mm. and i would say if they kept Paul George, you could you could say that they would have probably also kept Jeremy Grant on that team. This is a good question. See, it's the, the Jeremy Grant part is really important for me, though. Because mm-hmm. if, if they don't have him, then you're looking at a lineup where who are you starting at shooting guard? Ferg. And who, yeah, who was out most of this season. So who are you starting at shooting guard? And Dort. then who are you who are you starting at power forward? Probably Baisley. Yeah. Like all of a sudden that team takes a huge drop off. I think they would have even kept though Jeremy. I like the idea of CP three, Paul George, and Steven Adams. If you had CP three, Paul George, Steven Adams, and Jeremy Grant. It's pretty good. I think that team has the least amount of wins though. Because it, Paul George has been hurt. Yeah. And has that, not been that, great this year. Yeah. I think that yeah, I mean, it. Russ, SGA, Gallo. I mean, the only question is who are you playing at small forward? Yeah. I mean, it's it's the same situation that they're having this year. Yeah, Ferg or Dort or whatever. Ferg, Dort, yeah. you know, Nader, one of those but guys. But yeah, Gallo with uh, Russ, I would love to see that. Yeah, so which, would which team would be better? That. The Chris Paul... Thunder or the Westbrook Thunder, which has a better record today? I I think the Chris Paul Thunder. I would say the Russ Thunder. What makes you say the Russ Thunder? Uh, because I think there's you're 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 assuming the Jeremy Grant thing. Jeremy but Grant I mean, would they, not be on that team because I because they traded Jeremy Grant because they wanted to get make sure that Gallinari started. He'd be on had, PG CP three minutes, but he would be on the PG team because they didn't have Gallinari. Would they though? Because they would still be looking forward and wanting to change the team. I don't. I mean, you don't. You don't trade. Not you necessarily. Don't trade Russell Westbrook and expect to like, like keep Paul George in Oklahoma City just by himself. Like that's obviously going to end soon, anyways. 
So I think they still would have made the Jeremy Grant trade because the whole point of that was just trying to get something because you're not going to pay him the following summer. But maybe they would have is what I'm saying. If, I'm saying if PG maybe stays. Maybe wouldn't have. <laughs> I think it's more likely because you don't – I think part of the, the Jeremy Grant trade was Gallinari being here. Yeah, he's, but, he's I mean, part. Jeremy Grant is playing backup minutes in Denver. Yeah, he is. But they, I think the, the long-term plan is to have him as be their starter next to Jokic. When Paul Millsap I don't know. expires. I, I think a Russ team, because it just has more talent. Like Russ, SGA, Gallo, Steven Adams, that's just more talent. But I don't know if you could do... Like, I don't know if you can play Schroeder, Schroeder excuse me, Schroeder. and and Russ and SGA together as much as you can CP3 shooter and SGA. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like it, I, would have, it would have been a, a worse fit, but... But isn't SGA, that the better lineup? I mean, isn't that the lineup you would want out at the end of a game with Russ, too? And does Russ sit back-to-backs on the Thunder? And does Russ stop shooting threes on the Thunder? Are those all yeah, things that see, happen? I don't all so. important questions. I don't think he, I don't think it's Houston-Russ that you have. You're looking at Russ when it was by himself and I I just don't think he'd you know be the leader that I think Chris Paul has been that's helped these younger guys that's why I think Chris Paul's thunder is better I mean yeah there's a lot of people that argue that Chris Paul's had a better year than Russ and plus it's Houston Russ if he's still here and he's still you know, not sitting back backs and he's shooting threes. He's even worse than what than what he is now in in Houston. Yeah, than like the last like five weeks of Houston or whatever it's been. Yeah, I don't know. Guess what? You know, I think the Paul George CP3 team would actually be pretty good if everyone stayed healthy. Yeah, but Paul George they'd be, they'd be so thin though. He didn't get that healthy team would be incredibly yeah. Yeah, if, yeah. If you had, if you had a Paul, if you had a healthy Paul George, that was like peak Paul George. But he was has not been that guy this year. He's been yeah. injured a lot. Hasn't been as efficient or as good. That's why I just don't think you can call that one. But I think with yeah with the other two teams, like SGA being like the ad, being the additional piece mm-hmm. is a big deal. Because he's he's like he's the missing piece in a lot of a lot of these Thunder teams where it's like if they had just one more guy and you essentially replace Gallo or Paul George with Gallo, which is obviously a huge downgrade, but still a guy that can give you twenty points a night and you add SGA, which is a big deal as far as depth and balance and all that kind of stuff. But it's an interesting question. I think I don't think there's a clear cut answer. I do think it's between the Russ team and the Chris Paul team, just for all the reasons that we stated. And I lean Chris Paul just because I think part of this team's success is that they have been able to like completely turn the page to like the next era of Thunder, you know. And there was a like a almost like a bitter staleness with Russ still here that existed. And I don't think that can be denied. I mean, if you watch the team lose to the Portland Trailblazers in five games to a team that most people picked the Thunder to beat that team, that just it just existed. It was there. It was awkward. And 
It's part of why Paul George wanted out. And it's part of why Westbrook wanted out at the end of the day too. And so I think it's hard. It was just hard to just keep that going. And some of it is that Russ wasn't getting what he wanted here either. You know, like Russ was probably frustrated. You know, fan base is frustrated the last three years. You know, first running out three years in a row. That's not exciting, especially for a team that's had so much success. Russell is probably like 30 times more frustrated with that. And so I think I think it ended up being the best case scenario for a lot of people this season, uh, Westbrook included, because he's been able to make some changes and is on a, an, on a pretty good team. But it, it still is strange every time I think about it that the Thunder have a better record than that Rockets team. You know? Yeah, I was I was gonna say like we haven't even talked about the third scenario, which is that they make both trades. Whereas like that's the team that we know was actually on pace to win fifty games, which they have not done in three seasons. Yeah, and we don't even consider that team, even though that's the team we've well, actually seen do it. That's the C, that's the CP three team. Well, I'm saying the team where both trades are made, uh-huh. as opposed to CP three and Paul George. That's that's what I was talking about, though. That's the two teams I'm picking between. Is this current team that we have today versus the team that would just have Russ on it? I don't think the team with Paul George and and CP3. Oh, okay, would be the best one. And you know what? Like, I think I was just thinking about it, and like, I think I picked that Chris Paul with this team because I know how they play, yeah. and I think in my head I just try to insert Russ into how they're playing now. But you can't do that. I mean, if Russ was the leader of this team, they would play completely differently. Like, SGA's role would be different. You know, Steve's role would be different. Schroeder's role would be different. So Mm -hmm. it's hard for me to imagine how they could be better and maybe worse, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been interesting because Russ never played with a young player who was as good as SGA. So we don't really know how he would have reacted to that. Victor? Does Oladipo count? I mean, he he was not as good as SGA. He wasn't a, a second year player either. He's pretty good, better better than you remember. Think about think about this. Okay, um, Chris Paul's twelve point eight shots per game. I mean, that's he he has allowed these other players to to blossom. Yeah, you know, nobody takes more than fifteen shots a game. You know who takes the most shots per game on the team? Gallo. Mm-mm. No? Mm-mm. SGA? Mm-mm. Schroeder? Uh, Schroeder. 15 shots per game. And, wow. and I mean, Dennis Russ would be taking 30. <laughs> Not taking 30. 30. 30. He, would, he would take a lot. Not 30, but a lot. Let's see what he's taking on the Rockets. He'd take once or twice 30. Westbrook takes 22.6 shots per game in Houston. 10 more shots than Chris Paul does. That's wild that he's taking more shots per game than he took either of the last two seasons in Oklahoma City. It is pretty wild to think about. And and he's considered to be playing a lot better basketball. Yeah, yeah this is, you know, like fact, more efficient this is, basketball. This season is only second to his MVP season in terms of shots per game. <laughs> yeah, that is crazy. Somehow it's, it's become it's Russ's team. It's storming here. It is. It's loud. It's storming. 
yeah, that's that's interest a really a really good question. Really interesting question. Let us know what you think. That's Twitter. Starman and Norman. At Kyle Saco underscore behavior. At Kyle underscore E underscore Clark. Pib or Dr. Pepper? I'm going Pib. He's going Pib. Oh, he's he's nutty. That's psycho behavior. Not psycho behavior. That's a psycho mom. Only moms like Pib. Here's the thing. <laughs> Pib is what you get when they don't have Dr. Pepper. Or yeah. you're a mom. Or you're a mom. Or you're related to the doctor. The only time I'm <laughs> grabbing a Pib extra is when there's no Dr. Pepper. Wait, what's Pib extra? That's just uh, what it's called now. It became, oh, really? Mr. Yeah. Pib became Pib Extra. Oh, he's a mister. Excuse me. I thought he was also a doctor. He's not no. a doctor. He's just a regular guy. He's just a regular guy. <laughs> not been to medical school, or at least did not uh, get through. Mr. Um, Pib's for the blue-collar Americans. Mr. Not for Pib the rich folk drinking Dr. Pepper. Not as good. Dr. Pepper's better. Yeah. Yeah, Dr. Pepper. And you're, and you're listening to an expert here, because Luke at one time of his life, was drinking about 12 Dr. Peppers <laughs> per day. In, in college, I remember my sophomore, no, junior year, I was drinking at li- between 6 and 10 Dr. Peppers <laughs> a day. I had a friend that would come into my room, and he'd go, let me see it. And I'd take a full Dr. Pepper and just drink, chug it, drink it all. Dude, I bet your BO smelled crazy. <laughs> I bet you had you smelled so weird, dude. The thing is, I thousand calories a day of <laughs> It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's crazy, crazy if you look at how much sugar, like literally like yeah. teaspoons of sugar are in oh, Dr. Yeah. Pepper and think about how many cans coursing, you were drinking per day. Coursing through my veins. And I, I don't I have not had a a cola. A soda in, I think, four years. Is that true? Wow. With alcohol? True. Even when you go out? No, even when I go out. Sometimes I'll get a Red Bull, but not very often. But uh, I drink water. Wow. It's been, it's been a huge change because my first week at my, my job I have now, I brought up some, some DPs. And I was just cranking through DPs. <laughs> so I was like, I was like I'm going to get gigantic <laughs> if i sit here and drink dps all day I, was like, I, gotta, I gotta do water so i stopped i it was it was the only time i've ever done it uh Cut it out. i would say that mr pib is good but i don't it's not as good did you know that uh mr pib was first introduced as peppo to compete Pepo. with dr pepper but then they were introduced as tinkle popo tinkle popo contenders <laughs> to the throne dr thunder Pib, yeah, they're all chasing after something they can never be. It's true. It's very true. Also, um, actually, just... Andrew, you know when the last time I had Dr. Pepper? Mm-mm. Your house, because you bought me a Dr. Pepper with real cane sugar. I did. It's true. Oh, Ooh, a, du- a Dublin Dr. Pepper. Oh, they're so good. They're, they're so good. good. They're, it's yeah. like, it is like drugs to me. Yeah, it's <laughs> very good. Uh, YouTube thinks that Taylor is drunk. So just <laughs> really, yeah, just taking a dip into the YouTube. I think comments. it's because I'm on my phone, so I'm just like. Actually, I don't think it has anything to do with your no. movements. I think it has to do with your words. Uh, let's see. <laughs> oh, now the rain started up here. 
I wonder if it's because you said that you only eat half of an M&M at a time. I think, yeah. <laughs> you said you cut them up with a knife and fork. <laughs> I think it's from my psycho behavior. <laughs> yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> um, let's see. Last question. Lucas Tyrell, 78. Is it pronounced Reese's Pieces or Reese's Pieces? Pronounce racist Pisces. <laughs> Thanks for listening to our R- podcast. Racist, racist Pisces. Racist Pisces. Talk about the bug again. It's too much time. <laughs> <laughs> I keep forgetting.